Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Solo episode from me today. It's been a little while, but I do like to throw in a solo every now and then. Today I want to talk about a topic that I was contacted by a a listener about recently. And it's a topic that I promised then to discuss on the podcast because it fascinated me and it may be something that is tripping up some of you New South Wales listeners out there who are grappling with part of the new strata law. The part I'm referring to deals with what used to be exclusive use bylaws and we're now calling them common property rights bylaws. Now, Section 142 of the Strata Schemes Management Act 2015 refers to a common property rights bylaw as a bylaw that is conferring on the owner of a specified lot the right of exclusive use and enjoyment of the whole or a particular part of the common property or special privileges in respect to using part of the common property. For example, a licence to use a common property area for parking your car or storing your camping gear or whatever it is. If the owner's corporation wants to grant you that right, they do it by way of a common property rights bylaw. And the regime for how that's done is set out in Part 7, Division 3 of the Strata Schemes Management Act. And that's where that Section 142 comes from. I'll make sure there is a link in the show notes to this episode to all of the sections I'm about to talk about. Now, an owner's corporation can only make a common property rights bylaw with the written consent of the owner on whom the bylaw is conferring the right or the privilege Now, this was a little bit uncertain in our previous law and there were some Supreme Court cases on this. Whose written consent do you need? The new law clarifies you need the written consent of the owner who's getting the right or the privilege. You also need, of course, a special resolution because we need special resolutions in general meetings to make bylaws. And your common property rights bylaw can have conditions in the bylaw, for example, A common condition is that the owner who is getting the right or the privilege to use part of the common property has to pay some money to the owner's corporation. And that can be a one-off payment, perhaps when the bylaw is specially resolved and registered, or it can be a recurring payment, for example, an annual license fee. And that should be set out in the terms of the bylaw. Now, you can make one of these bylaws even though the owner has been enjoying the right or the privilege for some time in the absence of a bylaw. So you can make the bylaw retrospective if you need to. Now, the particular question that I was contacted about and that I found quite fascinating was, how do you amend or repeal one of these bylaws? Now, the old law was quite clear about the fact that if you wanted to amend or repeal what was then called an exclusive use bylaw, you needed the consent of the owner of the lot concerned. That's what the old law used to say, the owner of the lot concerned, which the court had interpreted as the owner of the lot who's getting the benefit under the bylaw. Now, I think many in the sector, including lawyers, including myself, assumed that that simply carried over into the new law quite clearly, quite expressly. 
The fact is that it did carry over to the new law. That is still a requirement that amending or repealing a common property rights bylaw requires the consent of the owner who's enjoying the right. But it's tucked away in the legislation. And it took me a little while to find it when I was assisting this listener who'd contacted me. You find this requirement in seven little words that appear at the end of section 142. And remember, this is the section that tells us what a common property rights bylaw is. And it says that a common property rights bylaw is a bylaw that grants exclusive use or enjoyment, special privileges, or a bylaw that changes such a bylaw. So what the policymakers have done here is defined the changing, which I would call amending, of common property rights bylaws as bylaws themselves and therefore that requirement that there be consent applies by default. Now, it's a bit of a tricky concept to get your head around, but in practice, what would happen if you wanted to amend or repeal a common property rights bylaw? You'd have to have a special resolution and you'd have to set out the terms of the amendment or the repeal and you'd have to register that with land and property information. So it's essentially the same actions that you would be taking if you were creating a common property rights bylaw from scratch. You've got a special resolution, you've got the terms, you've got registration. So the legislation, I think, maybe has tried to be a little bit smart here and say that whether you're creating a bylaw, whether you're amending it, whether you're repealing it, you're essentially changing the bylaws of the strata scheme. And when you're dealing with common property rights, you need consent. And that's why I say the requirement for lot owner consent when you're amending or repealing a common property rights bylaw still applies in the new law. Now, the very interesting thing about this discussion, and it's why I wanted to raise it on the podcast, is that the listener who contacted me had contacted Fair Trading and Fair Trading had said the requirement that there be consent when dealing with common property rights bylaws is no more. And there is no requirement for consent of the owner affected if you are changing one of these bylaws. Well, that's not how I read section 142. And there's further evidence for my interpretation, I say, in a later section, section 149. This section deals with applications for orders in relation to common property rights bylaws. So that's orders from the tribunal. And this section says that the tribunal can make an order prescribing a change, so ordering that there be a change to a bylaw, if the tribunal finds that an owner of a lot has unreasonably refused to consent to the proposed amendment or repeal of a common property rights bylaw. Those are actually the words used in section 149, subsection 1, paragraph B. Here, the legislation is confirming, I say, that the consent of the lot owner is required where there is a proposed amendment or repeal of a common property rights bylaw. Because if that consent is unreasonably refused, then this is how you apply for an order of the tribunal. Now, granted, this is nowhere near as clear as the old law used to be, and the old law was in Section 52 of the Strata Schemes Management Act 96, and that made quite clear that an owner's corporation can make, amend or repeal a bylaw conferring these types of rights or privileges only with the written consent of the owner. 
of the lot concerned. So it actually had those words in there. Those words have not come across to Section 142 in the new Act, save for those seven little words at the end of Section 142, or that changes such a bylaw. And I say that operates to require consent for amendments and repeals of common property rights bylaws. Hey, that's just me. Happy to hear from anyone out there who has a different view. Let's have a chat about it. Or if there's another section of the legislation that I haven't come across that makes this much clearer, I'd love to hear about that as well. Now, these types of questions and a whole lot more are the kinds of things that I work one-on-one with members inside the Your Strata Property online membership community. If you haven't heard about that, if you haven't checked it out, head over to yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash membership for as little as $29. You can have access to the members area where we have templates, we have eBooks, we have a forum where you can ask these types of questions and get guidance directly from me and my team of lawyers. And you can even come on the podcast as a guest. Go and check it out. I offer a 100% money back guarantee. If you are not happy, no questions asked, you'll have your money back and you have access to hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of value the minute you sign up. And that doesn't even include the value that you get having access to me and my direct guidance inside the forum. Now, I usually charge $550 an hour for providing services to lot owners and to owners' corporations. You're getting access to that very same brain for $29. Now, I know the many members that we have inside the community now are loving it. The forum is running hot and I'd love to see you in there. So check out yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash membership. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?